Hi, welcome back to West Plays Podcast. I'm your host, Shannon, and today I'm here with Brandy from Dynamo. Hi, my name is Brandy Westbrook. I work here at Dynamo Playgrounds. I've been a distributor manager and a resource manager here for just about seven years now. Very cool. And where is here? Can you tell us a little bit about like where is Dynamo? What is Dynamo? Sure. So Dynamo is located just outside of Ottawa in Canada. Uh, we manufacture playground equipment. Our focus is on rope-based playground equipment. We, we have a lot of different focuses as far as equipment-wise, but the main focus is the rope. We do have a variety of swings, and we do also do a lot of custom work. Cool. We'll get into a little bit more of what all those different things are in just a minute. When we talk about rope play, what does that refer to? Can you give me a little bit of an overview there? So rope play is a, a playground structure made out of rope or cable. Sometimes it's referred to as cable. It's, it's more flexible. It has more ability of movement in it while you're climbing. It allows greater challenge for children when they're climbing. It allows them to, to have to use some different skill levels and some different logic and problem solving in order to move through the equipment. I guess I hadn't even thought about that element. So you're talking about compared to a traditional play structure that's, you know, rigid made of wood or plastic or HDP or whatever. Right. Okay. So if you think about it, a traditional play structure normally has a root to it. It has a path, it has a it has a staircase, it will have a bridge, it will have a ramp, it will have a very um, defined type of path to follow. Whereas with rope play, you can really begin at it with any angle and climb from there. I've seen a variety of play, I've watched people play on rope play. I've seen, I don't know if you're familiar with the game Grounders. I saw a family once where you can't touch the ground. It's this whole game oh, that kids kinda play. Kind of like school. the floor of lava? Kind of, yeah. Yeah, okay. I think we all call it different things depending sure. on where we're from. So I've seen families play uh, that type of game on our net structures. And the variety of movement and the ability to go different directions and, and change course and while still continuing to all remain on the same piece of equipment was phenomenal to me to watch. Yeah, that's a really cool idea. I didn't even think about that creative element of it, which is one of the big developmental skills that we emphasize for any type of playground is creativity and socialization. I didn't think of that. That's really cool. I'm glad you brought that up. It also allows children to really develop, to, to overcome and to keep challenging themselves. So the first time somebody goes to play, they may only get, you know, a quarter of the way up the net. And then the next time they go to play, they, they get halfway up the net. And it allows them to continue to challenge themselves and build that confidence and that skill level in that role of while they're playing. Sure, yeah. I imagine especially for like smaller children or children who are not used to that flexibility that you mentioned of the rope structure. So there's the element of like physical strength building yeah. and the mental challenge of overcoming. Very That's cool. Good. Okay, so one question I've had just as I've, you know, started learning more and more about all the different types of playgrounds, is there a difference between a cable structure and a ropes course? So cable structures, they're also called play nets, net climbers, uh, they come in all shapes and sizes. They're kind of all that three-dimensional spatial type 
net. We have different varieties. We have our mass nets, which are supported by one central post, and you have your rope coming to the outside. We have frame nets where you have kind of your your post structure on the outside and your nets more towards the middle. Ropes courses tend to be more of a that single level of the nets, more in a planar style type grid net. And then you have your posts to the outside and they tend to be more curved and flowing. They can come in a variety of shapes and sizes. We can customize them to pretty much fit any space. Okay, that gives me a much clearer idea. I've seen a couple of different products. I think you and I have worked together on a couple of different projects yep. where the product was something, just this one huge flowing, undulating trampoline type shape. Right, so that would yeah. be more ropes course. Okay, very cool, yeah. And then I guess the, the spinners, the cone-shaped spinners, is that a separate category or would that still be so considered? Our rotating climbers is what we call them. So okay. you're talking about our Apollos and our Astros, our Allegra. So what that is, it has a solid platform deck and then it has the nets on the outside and the entire game rotates and spins. People can, children can climb the outside, they can sit on the inside and somebody is always pushing it and rotating it. Great thing about rotating climbers is that they offer a ton of play value. They have not a huge U zone, so you don't need an enormous space for them, but they also offer a huge number of users in that smaller space. So that's a great feature of the rotating climbers. They're also accessible. So somebody can transfer from a chair onto the deck platform and sit inside while it rotates and interact and socialize. Yeah, that's a big consideration. Also, it's really interesting you point out the play value. That's something that I like to focus on with any playground equipment that I suggest to any of our clients is the different play values. <laughs> That's part of the whole process of that continuing challenge and that continuing the different levels of play that different people are comfortable with and the different play opportunities within the equipment piece itself. So there's always a variety of play. There's always that offer of, you know, having that difference in the way that you play and, and having it available for every child to feel comfortable and challenged and enjoy the yeah. equipment. Yeah, that's a big consideration that I'm seeing a lot more, a bigger focus on accessibility. Okay, I think that's a good place to pause for this first segment. Okay. Thank you to Brandy and everyone who's listening. If you'd like more information on cable structures, ropes courses, accessible playgrounds, or if you have other questions or comments, you can reach us at info at westplay.ca or by phone at 604-424-4168. Background music is from SilvermanSound.com, Through the Woods by Shane Ivers.